Okay, so this week uh, we're going to discuss the benefits of having a structured plan for training um, and why you know you might choose to do that rather than just going out for a run when you feel like it um, and what the benefits are of, of having a structured plan. So do you want to, uh, obviously Aid, you've, that's, you've got a load of experience in developing plans for all sorts of athletes and uh, for all sorts of different types of activities, but can you could you say in a nutshell what the benefit is of having a plan compared to just doing things ad hoc. Yeah, so I think um, the first thing to say is there's nothing there's nothing inherently wrong with just doing things ad, ad hoc. You know, healthy exercise is, is good for you as an individual. Um, I think where it, it starts to have its limitations is when, you know, typically people will will fall into a routine. Routine is good, but they'll fall into a routine where they effectively do the same thing over and over again. Um, and the reason that that is uh, a limiting is basically because um, they will plateau not just in their fitness, um, but also in this, the way that they develop different uh, parts of their body, different parts of their physiology, different energy systems. Um, and you know, the typical example of that is somebody who goes out for a, a 5k run three times a week and uh, always aims for the same time for that 5k run. Essentially, they're going to be relatively fit and that's a good thing but they're not going to improve uh, the time for that 5k run by continually doing that over and over again um, yeah yeah i mean I, I remember when i first started looking at, at running first started doing which isn't that long ago and looking at plans and thinking wow some of this actually wants you to go really slow and it's quite it feels very counterintuitive to have a, an easy run when your initial thought is to get better you just got to go harder and harder and harder all the time but that of course is not the case at all is it no so if you break you can break your your physiology down into various systems and um and the thing about you know take the example of a 5k run then you you really have to first of all it's an endurance event um so you have to have an endurance engine that means that there has to be some uh, distance involved in your training um and uh you know that distance you might do at a at a, at a lower heart rate, working a, a different energy system. But it, but it also, if you want to improve your five k time, then you've got to develop your speed and your speed endurance. Um, and uh, you know that that means pushing pushing what we call the threshold. So pushing the 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 level you can be running at while still remaining just about aerobic. Um, yeah. But also increasing speed. So you want to put some speed sessions in as well. You'd want to push the envelope in terms of the fast uh, running that you do so that's where you might put in shorter interval sets and things like that yeah and it, it's a shame in a way that the, a lot of the services out there don't don't have a way of emphasizing that do they? they they basically when you publish something on a social media site to say this is what the activity i've just done the highlighted figure is usually the average pace or the average speed mm -hmm. um, and that's what sort of people look at and give you kudos for and uh Unless, I mean, I what I I tend to try and baffle people with tech, tech, techie comments <laughs> on zone two run, and then people think, oh, well, he knows what he's doing. That's just because I was running nice and slowly, and then hopefully people aren't judging you on the you know the average pace. I never, I never ever want to be judged on my average pace. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. But, the alternative but, would be not to put it on any public forums, and then nobody. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm, of course, I'm addicted to that, so I'm, I've got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, that, I think that's uh, in terms of um, structure. You know, one of the things to get 
addicted to if you want to get addicted to something is to follow the uh, the letter of the plan uh, yes follow the plan to the letter and then yeah then uh, if you see that as a goal that then becomes a whole different ball game yeah so what i mean so where would people pick up a, you know think i, I need a plan because it's, it's fairly obvious if you've entered an event so you and you know if you've got a 5k coming up or if you're going to do a sportive like um cycling uh, or or sprint triathlon and you've got a date you've got a target of of what you're doing you know what you're aiming for and then you can sort of start thinking oh yeah that would make sense to have a plan for that and often when you enter those events the bigger events perhaps they or even the smaller ones they'll have static plans won't they that you can download and that's fine and obviously you can talk about the quality of them and so on in a, in a bit but what if you haven't got an event like nobody has really at the moment in terms of um you know should you still have a plan or is it really just about doing what you can <laughs> i think to some extent that just depends on your own setup doesn't it so i know that i'm somebody and and lots of the athletes i work with with are people who where the motivation for following the structure of their training comes from having a real tangible goal um now obviously at the moment that in terms of racing that the unknowns surrounding that are, are, uh, um difficult to deal with and that's probably a whole extra podcast if I'm honest on yeah. motivation and training yeah. for, for athletes who are aiming to uh, do races but you know one of the key things about goal setting is it doesn't have to be aimed at a race so you know the example of I'm going to use this time to work on my 5k speed is a really good example isn't it that's still, that's yeah. still a, an excellent goal for somebody to be working on and that would be something that lends itself very much to a structured plan so yeah personally i do find that any a plan is much more motivational i'm much more likely to cut something short uh if i if it's not in a plan if i'm just doing it myself and then you yeah. know instead of doing the full uh session doing a, a two-thirds of it perhaps um but also just having that goal at the end to aim towards it's almost like even when you do doing events actually i i used to think the the best part is really getting up to the to the start line. It's to get into the starting line, which is actually the major achievement and plan and all the plan that's gone into that and all the you know the work and effort that's gone into that. It's getting to the starting line. Then the actual event is you know it's just going to happen and you take it as it, as as it comes. Um, but yeah, without that this year, I found I have struggled with motivation to do to do things and I have I haven't really put any sort of plan. I've, I've half heartedly created my own plans, but not really followed them so i'm look i think it's important to have something i'm looking forward to sort of getting back into that really i think the, uh, yeah so you've got various sources haven't you for plans so you can take yeah. um so you can take a, a plan out of a magazine you can google it and take a plan off the internet you can um uh, and uh, and that's a sliding scale right up to employing a coach to actually work with you one-to-one -one and um and that's a whole different ball game because then um, you know, what, I suppose what's the diff what's the key differences between those things? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm obviously going to um, talk about the virtues of having a coach, being a, a triathlon coach myself. But the but the you know the bottom line is that it's these things called you know it's the flexibility and creativity and adaptability that comes into it. The, yeah. the, the uh, putting the structure together that absolutely suits the individual that you're working with. Um, and working through the ups and downs and the um, you know the, everything that comes with uh, training towards something, training towards a goal, um, yeah, and and everything else that life throws at you while you're doing it. So that's you know it's it's a complex process, 
at this at that end um and um uh you know and then and then there's everything in between basically maybe we should just sort of step back and just for those people who haven't actually followed the structured plan before just say what it would be so for a 5k plan for example mm-hmm. what would you typically have maybe three runs a week or so and then different emphasis on each run yeah so um first of all you know i think the most important thing to say first of all is that would that would if you were working with individuals that would vary hugely depending on what the individual's yep. experience was you know what their job was what how many kids they got etc etc everything comes into it yeah um but the bottom line is that if you want to run a 5k as i said before you you want to plan runs that work uh, that push push the um the energy systems required to do that um the way that any kind of fitness works is basically you stress your body um by doing some physical activity and then you uh, dial in some recovery time in order for the your body to recover to a slightly stronger state so that's that's how it works and it doesn't matter whether you're working on pushing your threshold heart rate or whether you're working on your absolute run speed or whether you're working on the strength you know that 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 principle applies to, to all of those situations and each Where, session you did in that week would focus on one of those things uh, it might focus quick? on one of them or multiple options or you know it, yeah. it would but i mean you know my 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 sort of personal preferences for running for 5k is that within the week you would include three key sessions one would be about endurance one would be about threshold running and the other would be about speed so those you know those would be in my sort of broad three yeah. sessions and that endurance part could be longer than a 5k run yeah uh, yes would be longer than a 5k run um generally speaking and that again varies on the diff- the, the distance that you're targeting so you would yeah. if somebody was targeting a marathon you wouldn't get them to run a marathon every week but if somebody's running yeah. 5k then you certainly would have some six seven eight 10k runs in there in their plan yeah or i would no and i agree i mean i just think it's not if you're new to it it's, it's not obvious that that's what you might do and it's not obvious if you're training for a marathon that you wouldn't run a marathon ahead of it yeah and i, I should point out that not all coaches would agree with um with our philosophy on that um right but you know and that's one of the great things about getting a coach is that you will you will um talk to various coaches if you're an athlete that would be my advice and and um and and settle on the the relationship that works for you so that's you know yeah. that's, a, that's a different ball game really. yeah and a different cost as well of course if people are yeah have, have got smaller goals and you know not considering themselves uh, athletes as such they just want to get fit um, but they want to you know have a goal to aim for they might not want to have the cost of employing a, a coach necessarily but the, the danger of that if you just use a a static plan that you get free I guess is it won't one it might not suit suit you because it's just not based it's, by definition it's not going to be based around your particular needs and two it's not going to take into account life and things that happen to you in terms yeah. of illness or t- just overtraining, etc. It, it, it's a very so that when we talked about the um, adaptation and you know you, you stress your body and yeah and uh, and you know there there is this there's a fine line between stressing it to the to the perfect amount to gain the maximum benefit from the training that you're doing and overstressing it and the danger of overstressing it is that you then bring in the you know potential for injury for illness certainly things like high intensity sessions in any kind of physical activity will have an impact on your immune system and that's pretty 
not something you want to be impacting at the moment that's for sure so you know yeah. those those things are really important and that's where just taking a static plan off the shelf becomes potentially limiting um and uh yeah absolutely um and that's not a criticism of those static plans it's just a limitation of them and i think everybody would accept that yeah <clears throat> and then and you know obviously what we're trying to do with training today is get to a point where you can use the the metrics for ready to readiness to train score the hrv data to help you turn a something something static into more dynamic so not with the cost cost of a dedicated coach but just with an app you've got a sort of coach within the app who's providing yeah. you you know a level of adaption adaptation that's that you wouldn't get with just a off the shelf one i think that i think um that's what's very exciting about it so it, again we, i think we said last time that the, the the HRV data and the readiness to train score are potentially very, very good tools for an athlete, even if they have got a coach. If they haven't got a coach, it becomes um, something they can add to their database in order to give them good guidance, give them good information about how well they're adapting to the training. So, um, you know, if you take the example of a, a, a major sort of stresses on, on, on the body due to the exercise you're doing, if you then throw into the mix some poor night's sleep, um, some heavy days at work and, and all the other things that are causing people, you know, having an impact on people's nervous systems at this stage, um, then um, that's, that's then a, a potentially dangerous mix. If you then go out, you know, if you go and trash yourself doing exercise when actually what you need to do is sit down and put your feet up because the stresses in your body are already sufficiently high um, to, to need that recovery time, then, then that's where the Training Today score, I think, can add a bit to the individual's understanding of their own body. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I'm just trying to get my head around, again, that sort of, I've got this person in mind who, who hasn't done events, who's maybe just got their Apple Watch, they're closing their rings, um, they're maybe doing more training uh, at home, so they might have a treadmill or a turbo or something, um, and they're you know they're going on Swift and they're enjoying that and the running treadmills maybe using Apple Fitness Plus and doing the sessions on there, but they're not really progressing because they're not following a plan. So what? How could they? Because and they haven't got anything to you know. Did, have they got to pick a target first? Is that, the, is that I suppose that's the first thing, isn't it? They've got to say right, I want to get better at five k or I want to increase my power for tr cycling. Would that be a decent target? Or I want to. Um, you know, just basically improve my general fitness by lowering my rest and heart rate. I don't know whether people get that technical, but just what would you recommend for that sort of person in that position? I think any, uh, any, I think any goal is valid, isn't it? It's the thing about goals is that they're personal. So if it works yeah. for you as an individual, um, but you know, it, 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 if you've you've got to have that you've got to have some sort of specific goal if you want to start structuring that training and towards that goal otherwise you're, you would be structuring your training for no particular purpose I suppose um, yeah but at the same time a, a, a healthy a healthy uh, exercise plan would work all of the different energy systems in your body you know you want to yeah. do that you don't want to just continually do an exercise which hammers one particular part of your system but um leaves others aside and doesn't doesn't develop them in the same way yeah if you're looking at overall fitness yeah 
Cool. So to summarise, then we're sort of saying we're saying have a goal, pick a goal, whatever you think is achievable or relevant for you. Have a structured yeah. plan towards it, and a plan is something that would use all your energy systems um, to get it to be most effective. And then crucially, adapt the plan based on what's happening to you and your current, you know, physiological condition or whatever. Just how you're feeling. Yeah, and, and you've got a whole load of different um, parameters that you can throw into making those adaptability, adapt, uh, adapt, adaptions, yeah, that's the word. <laughs> it's a good job I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, you know, the, 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 the most important one is your own perception, of course. If you wake up feeling absolutely drained and exhausted, then, then going out to do an interval set is probably not the best plan. But, um, yeah. you know, it, if you then add into that, um, your, your HRV score and your resting heart rate and all those other parameters then you start to be able to make good judgments as an individual um, but you know the, 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 again it, it, you, the, best, the best way of doing that would always be then to talk to somebody else with, uh, who has the expertise to, to help you with those decisions as well so you know it's a, it's a, it's a sliding scale as to, as to where you go with it but certainly, you, the the HRV score and the training today um, readiness to train score is a is a very valuable parameter because it takes that information from all of the stresses that are happening on your body at the same time, and that's what makes it very powerful, um, rather than just taking a single piece of data. Yeah, and it, are your any of the athletes that you're currently coaching taking advantage of that? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, yes. Uh, any anyone that's got an Apple Watch basically is using it, yeah. um, and we Fantastic. and we share that data as part of their um, feedback. Um, and uh, yeah, we certainly are using it, and it's it's very very effective. I'd say that it's not it it's very effective for most people. There are yeah. exceptions to it, and I think people you know should be aware of that. That um, and that comes with things like um, you know, as an example, uh, an athlete that I coach. Um, the the data we get from the HRV scores is very very useful um, uh, when she's warm, but when she's cold, <laughs> Apple Watch is actually very good at measuring uh, right. uh, pulse, which um, is it's, it's also true for other makes of watches, I should say. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's just really... an individual physiological thing. So it can yeah. work for everybody, but for the majority of people, it works really well. Yeah, and it's pretty cold out there. <laughs> yes, it is at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Now that's given me, I think, a good overview of why I would choose the structured plan, uh, and other people. Hopefully, other people might see that too. And obviously, we're going to expand on this and see how we can use it, structured plans within the app going forward, mm. um, and you know how uh, those plans could be adapted automatically. And maybe next time we could talk a bit more about that and specifically look at a five k, you know, improve your five k time type plan, and how it might vary based on your RTT scores? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that, you know, starting to have a, a dynamic plan where a recommendation is developed through um, through that score. I think that's that adds an extra level to, to certainly adds an extra level to a static plan where you're just following something um, yeah. irrelevant of that extra information. Brilliant. All right. Thanks so much, Aid. Looking forward to the next cool. time. Yeah. Thanks for the chat. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.